0: Some people will sell you a dream, but deliver a nightmare. Hey everybody, welcome back to Crime Over Cocktails. I'm Tiffany, your host, and today we're going to cover the case of Robert Howard Bruce and Joy Lynn Martinez. Join me while I have my vodka and Mio. Joy Lynn Martinez was a recently divorced struggling mom. She had two kids living in Albuquerque, New Mexico. In June of 2001, the then 27-year-old decided that she needed a break. It was time for her and her friend to go to a local bar and just unwind for a little bit. She didn't get out that much, so every time that she could get out, she really liked to take advantage of it. It was a nice break for her. And anyone with kids, you know that. You gotta have your you time. It was while she was there she met Robert Bruce. He was 12 years older than her and a divorced father of three. He was actually living in Pueblo, Colorado to be closer to his kids. He seemed very charming. He was a businessman. She was swept off her feet by the end of the night. Not only did she think he looked like Ben Affleck, but he seemed like a great dad. You know, he was giving up a lot of things just so he could be close to his kids. As time went on, she found him very generous. He would shower her with gifts and affection. He would take her away on romantic vacations. After nine months of dating, he proposed. She really did like him, but... She couldn't say yes right away. She had to make sure. She was already divorced. You don't want to just jump back into another marriage. She knew that her mom disapproved of the relationship. And over time, the way that he would talk about other women, it just really rubbed her the wrong way. In an interview on Who the Bleep Did I Marry, she said that she heard him talking about other women in a cold and even harsh manner. He often commented on how they were dressed, calling any girl in shorts or tight. Jean's a slut, but persistence paid off because after two years, they in fact did get married. September of 2003, it was next to a waterfall on Hawaii's big island. That sounds gorgeous. Even though they're married, they were still living two hours apart. The relationship was a total of three years being long distance before they actually got to live together. Joy and her kids moved to Pueblo to live with Robert in 2004. Everything was great. He was sweet, sincere, romantic. He took really good care of her and her kids. But when she moved in, she noticed that things started to change. He started to become very controlling and very cheap. He wouldn't even let her replace things like a hairdryer or buy makeup, buy new clothes. She wasn't allowed to do any of that. Part of the plan was she was supposed to move to Pueblo and she was going to go back to school. She wanted to get a degree and he promised that if she came, he was going to help pay for it and also help with the kids. But every time she would bring it up that she's ready to enroll and get this going, he would just keep putting it off. She didn't really understand why he wasn't wanting her to go back to school. It would better everybody's life. Why not? And you promised. Two years into the marriage, Joy was looking through a box of videotapes for a videotape of her son, and she stumbled across a secret video that she had no idea about. Her husband had recorded him having sex with her but she was unconscious she said there i was on screen clearly unconscious as robert has sex with me in our bed my head is spinning i stopped the tape ran to the bathroom and threw up you know she's thinking how could he do something like that to me she felt betrayed that's rape he raped her Right then and there, she knew. She had to make up her mind and she had to move out. She had to go. She decided to move back to Albuquerque with her sons. That's where all of her family was. She wanted to be close to them. But after the move, Joy, she started struggling with money again. So she went back to work for working at her sister's business. Robert did not stop trying to win her back. He knew that she was contemplating divorce and he really didn't want to let that happen. All of a sudden, it was like the light turned on and he reverted right back to the same old Robert that he used to be in the beginning. Being sweet and kind and generous Well, it's in this time when she's still trying to figure out what it is that she wants. I mean, they did reconcile, but I'm not sure she was actually living there again when she came across an article. This was in 2009, and the article was about the notorious Etherman who had committed multiple sexual assaults against students in their own homes. He would knock them out by holding a chemical cloth over their face, which would cause them to get knocked out, so he could do whatever it is that he wanted to do with them. These attacks would span in many states. After going through the article, Joy started to realize that the places where the attacks were happening... And the timelines of all this happening started to line up with Robert's travels. Even before she knew the guy. She knew where he had been in times. Because, I mean, obviously when you're dating, you get to know somebody. So she actually started thinking, is this Robert? Did I marry the ether man? And she quickly was like, no, there's no way. There's no way it's him. Just a few days later, a police officer shows up at her doorstep. That's when she learns that Robert had been arrested for the attempted murder of a police officer who was supposed to testify in a Peeping Tom against him. He put a propane bomb outside of his house to try to blow up the police officer. Apparently, this police officer had caught him peeping into houses. And even though usually a Peeping Tom only gets slapped with a fine, the officer felt something was off. So he decided that he was going to arrest him. Now by arresting him, that means he has to give up his DNA. Where if he would have had a fine, it would have been like, all right, check you later. Sneaky, sneaky. Luckily, the officer discovered the bomb, and he was able to get to it before it could detonate. When the police are telling her all this, they're kind of wondering, like, why would he go this far just for a peeping Tom? I mean, murder? It's a little extreme, don't you think? Well, that's when Joy drops her own bombshell and says, well, I think it's because he's the ether man. And she tells them, like, I know it sounds insane, But everything fits. He moved to Albuquerque in the early 90s. And in the article, it indicated that the assaults had apparently ended around 2000, shortly before he left to go to Pueblo. He was also in Austin for work in May of 2006 when a rape there had occurred. And then she also had to tell them what she found, that he was assaulting her while she was unconscious. When they go back and they run the DNA, the DNA from all assault cases in all states matched. Over the course of 20 years, he had committed a string of sexual assaults. He was sentenced to 156 years in prison after pleading guilty to nine charges of rape in New Mexico. He was also linked to sex crimes in Oklahoma, Colorado, and Texas, and was often referred to as the Ether Man. That's because the chemical-soaked rags would disable his female victims. In 2011, Robert Howard Bruce was sentenced to 64 years for attempted murder, followed by a total of 333 years for his various sexual attacks. Joy had said, I believe with the Norman transcript, that every time they'd have sex, he'd close his eyes. Once she asked him, because it bothered her, and she said, you know, what are you thinking about? And she said, he flirtatiously said, you don't want to know. She says, now I wonder if he was reliving all those awful things he had done to those girls while they were having sex. That is a disturbing thought to think of. He was also charged with felony counts that included first-degree rape, sexual battery, forcible sodomy, and first-degree burglary. He terrorized women between the years of 1985 to 2006. An officer said that he got to see a glimpse of Bruce's work in 2003. He was a patrol officer at the time and he responded to a rape report. He said once he got to this scene, he knew instantly that it wasn't like a normal date rape or anything like that, that the person who had committed that crime had planned it out. It was premeditated. The whole interview they had with Bruce, they found very interesting. They said that he was very intelligent and always had a plan before he would commit the crimes. He thought things out really well, but unfortunately for him, technology advanced. They asked him, you're obviously very smart and can do anything you wanted to do. Why would you do something like this? His response was simply, I did. Could you imagine your husband of six years has been raping women before he even knew you through your whole marriage? I don't know how... It would be very hard to trust people again. Joy still lives in New Mexico and she's now very outspoken against domestic violence. She says that she feels it's important to share her story in the hope that it would help somebody else one day abuse is not okay doesn't matter if it's not physical emotional mental all of it is not okay violence isn't always physical people have to remember that the national domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233 if you or someone you know is in a domestic abuse relationship please share that phone number and let them know there is help out there this story is just crazy I couldn't imagine finding all that stuff out. I honestly don't even know how I would have dealt with the tape part. It's just creepy and it's crossing boundaries. I get it, it's your husband, but that's a line you don't cross. Makes you wonder if that's what he gave her when he was doing that. Mind-blowing. If you haven't done so yet, head over to CrimeOverCocktails.com. While you're there, you can listen to the episodes. You can contact me if there's a story you want to share or if you just want to reach out. You can also check out the merch and become a Patreon. Becoming a Patreon allows you to have early access to the episodes and some tiers even come with free merch. So let's win together. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and leave a review on your favorite platform or all of them. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and please keep up with the word of mouth. Means the world. If you really like the show, please share it. And as always, we'll talk crime another time. Bye.